want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. To be totally honest with you guys, I had to take a break from listening to Taylor Swift's entire discography, discography, I don't know if I say that word correctly. I had to take a break from listening to her to record this podcast, so I don't know what that means necessarily, but I've just been on a big Taylor Swift kick, and I think the rest of the world has too. I think her album like broke a record for most second day streams or something like that, which is crazy. And then I just started listening to old Taylor, new Taylor. I'm on a big like speak now kick for some reason and read. To me, those albums just feel like fall and that just really makes me happy. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. I'm sure you probably interrupted your Taylor Swift listening to listen to the podcast, so I appreciate that. Something that's really funny is that I have noticed that podcast listens have been down this week, and I fully attribute that to Taylor Swift releasing an album, so if you're another podcaster and you've seen the same trend, let me know, because I I personally haven't been listening to podcasts. I've been listening to strictly Taylor. So I appreciate you taking a break from Taylor to listen to today's episode. Today we're going to talk about my morning routine. This is kind of an updated morning routine from when I first recorded this type of episode back in April and I definitely think that my morning routine kind of changes as I do. Like you're not going to have the same needs every single day and honestly every week and like month to month things look a lot different. Maybe you've got schedule changes or just things in your life have changed and shifted and that's totally normal. So I just wanted to film like an updated morning routine episode for you guys. The five to nine before the nine to five trend is huge right now. I made a TikTok about it and I still get like all kinds of random comments. The funny thing about TikTok though is that it's always people that are like, I could never do that. And I'm like, why? Like, (laughs) A, why do you have to comment that you can never do it? And B, you could if you wanted to. Like, you, you truly could. So anyway, I just find that funny. But if you're listening to this, hopefully you get some sort of like inspiration or motivation from it. Or maybe you're just here to hang out. That's fine too. But I figured that I would take you guys through obviously like our segments and stuff. So like life updates, quote of the week, current favorite. And then I want to talk about building a morning routine that's custom to you. And then I'll walk you guys through my morning routine and what I do on a daily basis. But before we get into any of that, make sure that you are following me on Instagram at Lily Rayco and follow the podcast Instagram at 8020pod. I typically post the most in the mornings just because I feel like that's what I have like the most to post about. 
nine to five. I am obviously working. I'm busy. I'm not posting on Instagram too, too much. So if you guys want to see what I'm up to, I typically do post a lot in the mornings. So you should go follow me there. I'm trying to get better at posting like more variety. If you follow me, you know that I typically post like my journal and my coffee and my notebook. And most of the time that's just because I find it inspirational. So that's what I do. Back in the spring, I was really big. I was on a big smoothie kick. So I was always posting my smoothies. In the summer, I would post like getting ready things and it would be like a lineup of like my products in the morning. But lately, I haven't been taking too much time to get ready in the morning. So I haven't really been making those stories, but I feel like I should probably switch it up. But maybe I just need to get like a little new dose of creativity. Regardless, you guys should follow me there because I'm typically posting in the morning. So let's just go ahead and dive right into the life updates. I would kind of also love to hear what's new with you guys. So um, join our group chat. If you guys haven't already, you totally should. We have a group chat on Geneva and it's just a cool place for you guys to all connect and hang out. And I would actually love to hear a little bit more about you guys because obviously this podcast is from me to you, but it's based solely off of my life experience. And I talk about myself a lot. That's kind of like the whole thing about the podcast is like it's obviously my life. I always think that it's funny when you get feedback that's like she talks too much and all she does is talk about herself and it's like, well, yeah, that's like kind of the point, right? So anyway, I would love to hear about your guys' lives, so you should totally join the group chat. Link is in the show notes. Current life update, I have been very introspective lately, and I've just been reflecting on a lot of things and realizing things and doing things about those things. So when I finished with a big project for work back in the summer, I, well, I guess it wasn't back in the summer, I guess it was like September. I told myself that I would be my next project and for the past couple months, probably since I moved here in February, I've been jumping from thing to thing to thing and I haven't really been focusing on me. And so I told myself, you are your next project. I think it was like Sunday night, I was just scrolling on Instagram and I came across this account um, and it's a personal training account and I was like, you know what? I have just been spinning my wheels with my fitness. I don't want to say that I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just like not enjoying what I'm doing and I feel like I'm not making any progress. I actually feel like I'm doing quite the opposite. So I filled out the little form and scheduled a call and I actually just got off of it and I can officially say that I have a trainer, which is pretty cool. So I'm super pumped about that. Um, If you guys are familiar at all with my story, you know that I went to the Institute of Integrated Nutrition, so I know a thing or two about food. Like, truly, when it comes to the gym, I've never really had, like, a solid routine, and all I want to do is get stronger and feel confident and have that accountability to do so. So, I got a trainer, which is really exciting, and now I feel like I have a little bit more of a push to fully embrace this focusing on me type project. I think that it's important when you finally decide that you're ready to focus on yourself, you got to take it seriously. And sometimes that means making a financial commitment. Sometimes that means having some sort of accountability. Sometimes that means getting out of your comfort zone. That's the other thing too. 
I'm not the type of person to ask for help. I've always firmly believed that I've got it under control and I can do it all by myself. And quite frankly, that's not true because we weren't meant to do life alone. Last week, I talked about um, this book that I'm reading and it's called Platonic. And or I think I had ordered it at that point, but I listened to the author speak on a podcast. And the whole premise of the book is about making and keeping friends. But the reason she even bothered writing this book was because loneliness is so prominent in today's world. And when we think that we can do things alone, we only make ourselves lonelier. Also, I read something today on Instagram that said, alone is not a synonym for not good enough. I was like, holy shit. Absolutely love that. Anyway, I'm, I'm kind of starting to go on a tangent here, but I took a step out of my comfort zone because you guys know one of my favorite quotes is growth happens outside the comfort zone and made the commitment to fully focus on me. So I'm pretty pumped about this. I will share more with you guys. Today was obviously just like the introductory call, like sign the contract, all that kind of stuff. But I will share more about this journey with you guys um, as it happens. But I'm just super pumped and can't wait to share more with you guys. So other things that I'm doing to fully focus on me. Um, we just talked about my fitness. Oh, I was inspired by Tori D. Simone, which we have a podcast together coming out on Monday. Super pumped about that. We recorded one for her show and we also recorded one for my show. Um, so we did a little swap last week and we're posting it this coming Monday. So if you guys are not subscribed to the show, you totally should because you definitely don't want to miss that episode. She recorded an episode back in September that was all about taking a break from alcohol for 30 days. And I just listened to that episode. So Tori and that episode kind of inspired me to just take a step back and just take a break from drinking. And I'm only saying this on the podcast because maybe you guys can hold me accountable. I was talking to my sisters about this a couple weeks ago and Tori brought it up in the podcast episode, but the activity that young adults do, or I guess even just most people do, it's let's go grab drinks. And there are plenty of other things to do than let's go grab drinks, but that's like always the default. So making friends now as a young adult, it's, hey, let's go grab drinks. And then you end up going out and then it ends up being like a night, which is fine and it's fun and it's a good time, but I can just tell I'm in need of a break. So I'm going to take one and I will keep you guys posted on how it goes. And the last thing that I'm focusing on, inspired by the book Platonic, is focusing on building good, solid friendships. And like I just, and like I just kind of touched on, this book is just really opened my eyes on how important it is to have solid friendships and prioritize friendships, especially at this point in my life. Like when in my life am I ever going to have like such minimal responsibilities? It's crazy. I have work, I have the podcast, I have my socials, and I have myself. So like when else am I going to be, be able to fully prioritize me other than right now? Like they say that there's no time like the present. So let me prioritize friendships as well because now's the perfect time to do so. So that in a nutshell is kind of my me as my next project situation. I don't really have a name for it other than working on me, <laughs> I guess. Um, but I'll keep you guys posted and every week we'll do like a little project me life update and I'll share all the shit that I have going on. Exciting shit. Like good shit that's happened or maybe bad shit. We'll just have like a little check-in every week. If you guys want to work on you too, 
um, let me know. Join the group chat. Maybe I'll start a page that's like Project Me. So let's talk about the quote of the week. Big, big theme for me is control and letting go of control. I used to be like the biggest control freak. Can you guys believe that? Crazy, right? Um, so I was on a run the other day and I was calming back through my mind and just kind of going through all these situations and thinking about why they were going a certain way or why they weren't going a certain way. And I was kind of just getting frustrated at myself, at the world, things that were happening that day or whatever. And I was like, why am I so mad? What is what is putting me in such a bad mood? And I was like, oh, it's because you don't have control over this situation. And we all know, we've all heard it a thousand times, the only thing that you can control is you. It's pretty obvious, but for people who love control, love being in control, this can be really, really tricky. So this is something that I've been working on for a while now and just like letting go, letting God, etc., etc. I was on this run and movement is always super meditative for me. And so by the end of the run, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I give up. Just completely give up control. That always feels so freeing when you just kind of throw your hands up and you're like, it's not up to me. The only thing that I can control is the fact that I'm not trying to control the situation and let it go. And so I was scrolling Instagram tonight and I was kind of thinking about things and I was like, I just, I wish that I could control that a little bit more than I am able to. And then of course this popped up on the account 365 positive days it's that quote account that you always see people repost october 25th let go of the need for control allow what is meant for you to flow into your life with ease when we spend a lot of time overthinking everything and putting energy towards wishing to control something you're kind of like putting up an energetic barricade because you're not letting the good stuff flow in you're just busy being mad it's easier said than done but let that shit go life gets better current favorite would probably have to be this pumpkin chocolate chip cookie recipe that i literally pulled out of nowhere like thin air last week if you guys follow me on instagram you definitely saw this it was that day that i spilled vanilla extract all over my white sweatshirt yep if you know you know um i was making some pumpkin cookies and i was just totally making up the recipe i couldn't find a good one on online and every website that i went to was like all kinds of ads it was like honestly making my computer like stall out i couldn't find the jump to recipe button it was just a total shit show it's like you know what screw it i'm gonna come up with my own recipe because i can do this better than anybody else can and it was one of those types of days so i just kind of concocted this pumpkin cookie recipe it's kind of a variation of my gluten-free chocolate chip cookie recipe that is super popular by the way that i was like obsessed with like this time last year and um that's also i think that that's somewhere on my instagram if it's not i'll repost it when this episode goes up and you guys can check out both recipes but made this pumpkin cookie recipe up and i was super frustrated while making it but the cookies slapped they were so good lexi was even like lily this is some of your best work 
was totally hyped about that. So current favorite would probably have to be this recipe. I'll leave it linked in the show notes. You guys have to try it. So let's go ahead and dive into what you guys really came here for. And that is my five to nine before my nine to five. I think it's really important to keep in mind that building your morning routine has to be unique to you. So you have to find habits that you love to do. It's taken me a very, very long time to kind of streamline my morning and what works for me. And some days I'm pretty intuitive with it. Some days I don't feel like doing certain things in my morning routine. So I just simply don't do them. I definitely want to make a full episode about how I started to make more intuitive decisions about my body and I guess more intuitive and educated decisions about my body. But I definitely think that when you're first starting out, when you're first creating a morning routine, you have to go into it with the mindset of, I'm doing this for me and only me. Maybe even go as far as writing down your why. Like, why do you want to wake up early in the morning? Why do you want to kind of ease into your day? Maybe it's because you are typically a stressed out person and you want to show up for work a little bit less stressed. So you want to add some tools to de-stress into your morning routine. Maybe you have a draining job and you want to do something first thing in the morning that's going to fill your cup. Maybe you have roommates and you want to wake up 30 minutes earlier so you can have time to yourself before they get up. Whatever your why is, just write that down and keep that in mind. So then when your alarm clock goes off and you're like, shit, I don't want to get up, you can just remember your why and then that will help to get you out of bed. So let's just say you're starting from scratch, okay? If you don't have a routine at all, I would recommend starting with like one little habit, okay? There's no need to set your alarm for 5 a.m. tomorrow for no reason. Like if you think for a second that you're going to get up, I'm not saying that it's not possible, but I'm just being realistic, you're probably not going to get out of bed and do like a full-fledged crazy morning routine if that's not something that you typically do. It's like saying, I'm going to go to the gym seven days a week but you've never been like once in your entire life. So pick like one or two habits and then back that into your schedule. So say you have to be at work at nine, but you have to leave at 8.30 and you normally get up at eight o'clock, but tomorrow you want to try journaling and meditating for 20 minutes. Maybe you wake up at 7.30 instead. So you give yourself an extra 30 minutes to journal and meditate and then you can do whatever you do to get ready for work. That's what I would recommend. And then as you get more comfortable with those one to two habits, you can add on habit number three and then habit number four and then habit number five. Also, make sure that you make sleep a number one priority. It's really tough to be a morning person if you're tired. And if you are getting enough sleep, but you're still waking up tired, I would definitely look into that. And the last thing I would recommend is that you streamline your morning. So there's no need to make things more complicated than they have to be. This is kind of a good segue into my morning and I'll show you guys how I streamline some of these habits. But seriously, the easier you can make your morning, the better. So maybe this means making your lunch the night before. Maybe this means laying out your outfit the night before. Maybe this means putting your workout shoes by the door. I'm notorious for this one, but maybe you go as far as putting the Nespresso pod that you're going to put in the coffee maker right next to it in the morning so you don't have to choose from like the different flavors. The less decisions that you can give yourself in the morning, 
the easier your morning is going to be. Then when you wake up, there's no questions asked. You know exactly what you're going to have to do. You can just like hop on the conveyor belt of your morning routine and just get right to it. I wake up between five and six and it kind of depends on what my movement looks like that day, but I do wake up sometime between five and six. I will say though, with the sun rising later, this is really, really difficult to do. I have a light bulb in my lamp in my room that is remote controlled. So I will typically turn on the lights right when my alarm goes off or else I'm rolling over and I'm going back to sleep. So turn on the lights and I make it a little bit more uncomfortable in my room just to wake up a little bit. I'm not like mean to myself, but like I might throw the covers off. I try really hard not to snooze. Some days I do, just depends. That is a habit that I'm trying to break. I'm trying to just do alarm, hit it off, feet hit the floor. I'll keep you guys posted if that ever happens. Um, I've just been a snoozer my whole life. Maybe I'll snooze a couple times, no more than like 15 minutes, get up out of bed. Feet at the floor, first thing I do is go into the bathroom. I know I've talked about this one before, but I go and brush my teeth and I use a tongue scraper. The name is the least sexy thing that you could ever think of, but guys, a tongue scraper will literally change your life. Essentially, it's this little like metal thing and you just scrape the gunk off of your tongue and it makes you feel so good. I've I don't think that I've ever felt better than when I've used a tongue scraper. You're not like swallowing all the bacteria that's gathered on your tongue overnight. You just feel fresh, you know? So I'll do my tongue scraper and then I will brush my teeth. And then I typically put on my workout clothes. And the first thing I like to do is movement. So typically this is yoga. So whether I go to the yoga studio or I do yoga here in the house, um, I just kind of enjoyed slow movement first thing in the morning rather than like a spin class or something i did a spin class first thing in the morning like last week because i was like oh, i need to do some cardio i had like such a bad day <laughs> the whole day was just thrown off because it just wasn't the right energy for me and i found that slow mornings work best for me sometimes i'll go for a run or go for a walk but it just depends on like when the sun is rising Daylight savings, maybe it'll get better. I'm not quite sure. That might need to change, but walk, run, yoga, some sort of movement. When I'm done with movement, I'll come back and I'll shower. And then this is like the best part, guys. I put on like a big pair of sweatpants, a big sweatshirt, and I make a cup of coffee. Nothing is better than putting on comfy clothes and making a cup of coffee. It's incredible. Like I mentioned before, I always streamline my coffee by putting my Nespresso pod next to the coffee maker and sometimes i'll do a latte but lately i've just been into black coffee which just kind of keeps things simple which is nice or sometimes i'll do two coffees i'll do like black coffee first and then i'll make a latte before i go to work but i'm pretty intuitive with my food in the morning and if i'm not feeling something i won't eat it or i won't drink it so some days I'm like, mm, I'm not really feeling my coffee right now. I'm going to wait to have it until later. But let's just say on this morning in particular, I'm feeling my coffee, so I make it. I don't know if I said this, but I'll do my skincare too. I typically keep it pretty minimal. Um, so I'll just do like some toner and some moisturizer. And then this is where it starts to get really good. This is like the best part. It's like the post-shower coffee, and then we journal and meditate. And you guys, this is like the just my favorite part of my morning routine. 
I typically will go outside if it's not raining. We've had kind of gloomy weather lately, so it's kind of like throwing me off just a smidge, but I will go outside. It's super important to me to get sun on my face first thing in the morning, especially as the weather is just like colder and darker. I just need to be outside first thing. I'll go sit on my balcony and I'll roll out a yoga mat or I'll sit at my bistro table and I will drink my coffee. I'll do my journal. I'll meditate. I like to turn on peaceful meditation. It's a playlist on Spotify or I like to do lo-fi meditation. I read a book and it's called Journey to the Heart. I'll have it linked in the show notes for you guys. So basically every single day, yes, this is the book that I'm always posting on my Instagram story and I always, always get questions about it. So it's called Journey to the Heart. You can find it linked in the show notes and or you can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, etc. Basically every single day is a really short passage and it just kind of gives you something to think about. And I love it. I've been reading it pretty much all year. But you don't have to start on January 1st. You can literally pick it up whenever. So if you guys have seen my Instagram stories and you like it, go buy it. It's the best. I'll do my passage. Um, and then I typically journal and meditate. I don't have a specific journal that I like to use. I typically, um, maybe this is the control freak in me, love to just be able to have flexibility and write whatever I'm feeling that day. So I will always do a gratitude list and I'll always do affirmations. And then I typically do a brain dump. So some days this lasts two minutes, some days this lasts 20 minutes. And it's just kind of whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm thinking. And I just let my thoughts roll. So during the whole time, I'm like listening to my lo-fi meditation or my peaceful meditation and I'm drinking my coffee. And then this is when I realized that I probably need to move on to the next portion of my day and go make breakfast. So I typically do eggs and avocado. And sometimes I do like a piece of toast, sometimes I do fruit, just kind of whatever I'm feeling. Like I mentioned before, I'm super intuitive with it, but two scrambled eggs, everything bagel seasoning, and avocado holds me over until noon. I swear guys, it wasn't until I started making this specific breakfast that I kind of had more control, control again, here we go, had more control over my hunger, and it's because I'm eating protein first thing in the morning. So two eggs avocado, sometimes some toast, sometimes some fruit, just kind of depends. And or sometimes I'll do like a protein oat ball. I also drink tons of water throughout the morning. I don't think that I mentioned this, but I definitely drink tons of water throughout the morning. And then after breakfast, it's time to go get ready. So I haven't really been doing tons of makeup lately. I've been keeping it pretty simple and low key and it's been really refreshing. My skin's really been loving that. So I'll just do a little bit of tinted moisturizer, maybe like a little bit of powder. I try to pick out my outfit the night before. This doesn't always go as planned. So typically finding something to wear is like a point of resistance for me. I'm just like not really loving everything that's in my closet. It's just like one of those seasons where you're like, what am I supposed to wear? And I don't like anything that I have. So this is just probably means that I need to go shopping but I will pick out an outfit. So then I typically just grab my lunch that I set aside for myself the night before. And then maybe I'll make like another cup of coffee if I'm feeling like I need a little bit more energy. And then I'll just grab all my shit and I'll hop in the car and I have a playlist. It's called 850. And I don't always leave at 850. Works just around the corner, but if I'm like kind of running late, 
um, I'll just blast this playlist. It's just like a bunch of fun songs um, or whatever playlist I'm feeling that day. Lately, it's been Taylor Swift, obviously. And then I'll go to work and start my day. So, oh, also like life hack for my office girlies, make your list of to-dos the day before. So like when you leave your desk, you come back and you're like, okay, I'm going to jump right into this project or I'm going to jump right into my morning routine at work or whatever that is. For me, that's like I check emails first. I'm in charge of all the social medias. So I check socials and then I kind of roll into all my to-dos for the day. But I always know that I'm going to check emails first and then I'm going to check socials. And it's just kind of like habitual. Just having that consistency is super important, I think, personally. That, in a nutshell, is my morning routine. I hope that you guys liked it. If you try any of these things, please let me know what you think. Or if you have a way that you feel like I could streamline my morning routine even more, let me know because I'm always looking for ways to make my life easier and better and more fun. Um, and I would love to hear about your guys' morning routines. So if you've got a piece of a morning routine that you love and that you can't live without, let me know in the group chat. I would love, love, love to hear from you. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to post it on your story. Tag me, tag the podcast Instagram at lilyrayco and at 8020pod. I'm always reposting you guys when you post. Thursdays are like my favorite days because I know that you guys are going to be posting and like I get to see what you're doing. And I love when people post in their cars too. Like that's so cool to me is like seeing my face on your dashboard. Like that's so surreal and like super cool. So those are my favorite stories to repost because I'm like, ah, like you're listening to me in your car. That's super cool. So thanks guys for all of that and for all your love. I truly appreciate you guys so, so much more than you'll ever know. And if you did enjoy today's episode, be sure to give it a rate, give it a review. And that just helps more people find and listen to the show so we can keep growing this 8020 community. Love you guys lots. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you next week. Bye.